When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, this is Kate, and you're listening to the How to Be a Better Person podcast. This week's theme is, well, that sucks. After all, I devoted two weeks to keeping the best of the quarantine. But if you only focus on the positive without at least acknowledging the negative, you're deluding yourself. This week, let's get real about what's really tough about the times we're living through right now. Today's big idea is that it is nearly impossible to plan. Will schools be back in the fall? Is it safe to fly? And even if we decide it's safe, will flights be canceled? If you've been furloughed or laid off, will you get called back? When will you get called back? How long will COVID be part of our mental calculations? There are just so many things we don't know, and that is a really tough place to be. I live in Providence, Rhode Island, which is a college town. We're friends with a couple who work for one of the local universities. They had plans to spend next year abroad on sabbatical. They were going to leave next month and come back next year. They had their kids enrolled in school, abroad. They gave up their apartment here. I mean, they were out of here. Now their plane tickets have been canceled three times. They've realized they don't want to spend that precious year in such an uncertain time. What if they aren't allowed in or allowed back? What if the kids won't have school? Are they going to distance learn in a different language? But if they don't go, where will they live? While they're thankful to be healthy and employed, pretty much everything else is in flux. And we're all facing some version of their situation. It may be better or worse, but still, uncertainty is our reality. There's a Buddhist parable about a woman who goes out for a walk along a pretty ridge. And as she's walking, she looks down over the side of the ridge and sees a delicious strawberry growing just over the edge. She leans down to pick the strawberry, loses her footing, and is left dangling from a branch. That's when she looks down and sees tigers pacing on the floor of the valley below. And that strawberry that got her to take the risk? Well, it's just out of reach up above her head. And that's it. <laughs> that's the whole parable. It's supposed to show that this is where we always live. The tigers are the unknowns about the future that we're scared of. And the strawberry is the sweetness we remember from the past that we can never get back to. And we're just hanging in the balance, always, relegated to the present. Where actually, although it may feel perilous, we're okay. We're always there, but I think this parable feels extra relevant now when the stakes are so high. And so we naturally want to start making plans because that would help us feel like we've at least got a roadmap to get to the strawberry. But it's like the universe is telling us, no, you shall not plan. Well, I say, you go ahead and make your plans anyway. But you have also got to be crystal gosh darn clear that those plans are not going to go the way you, well, don't hate me for saying this, planned. What this particular facet of this particular moment is here to teach us is flexibility. 
If you're really a planner and can't stand not knowing what's going to happen, well then, make a plan B and a plan C. Maybe plan B is if things work out better and plan C is if they work out worse. Regardless, now and always, we have to build our tolerance for not knowing how things are going to work out. It's a huge piece of being able to be flexible. I know it's hard, but you know what? It doesn't just help you roll with disappointment. It also keeps you from limiting yourself because a lot of times things can work out better than you ever could have planned for yourself. It reminds me of the time in my 20s when I worked for an internet startup in the days of the dot-com boom. So everybody who worked for this company got options as part of their package. You generally got a lower salary, but you got some stock options. And when you first signed on, you were like, well, I don't know if these are ever going to come to fruition, but I guess I'll take the gamble. I had the good fortune to be working at the company when we went public. And so we had to figure out what we were going to do with our options. You basically have to decide at what price you want them to be sold at. And we were all in our 20s. We didn't know anything about financing or investing. I was on the editorial staff, so it was me, all the producers and the assistant producers would get our lunches and go sit in the conference room and try and figure out what we were going to do. Because while we didn't really know how to make financial decisions, it was our option. So we had to figure out, like, what were we going to do? We essentially said, okay, we could just try and decide what price we're going to sell these at, but we really don't know. So let's come up with a few different scenarios. And also the way options work is, or the way things were working during the dot-com boom is that when a company went public, the shares, they had a listing price, but when the markets opened, they might start selling for way above the listing price, or they might not even make it to the listing price. And we really had no way of knowing. So we decided that we would go with double, triple psycho. We would sell some shares if the listing price was doubled, some shares with the listing price was tripled. And then we picked a price that just seemed cuckoo bananas to us. And we called that our psycho price. Well, guess what? We blew right past our psycho price right out of the gate. And that is how I came to have enough money to buy my own condo in Manhattan at a time when you could buy a studio in a pre-war building in Chelsea for $100,000. Those days are long gone, but still, it was a huge windfall for me. And it worked out way better than I could have planned. I mean, we did a lot of research and we did a lot of talking to figure out our double, triple psycho. And it turns out that we got to sell at like psycho, psycho, psycho. <laughs> so this is an example of this idea that things can work out even better than you dared hope. So when you find yourself fretting that you can't plan or that your plans will change, remind yourself, I just don't know how it'll work out. It takes some of the onus off you of figuring everything out and trying to bend the universe to your will. It helps you remember that certain things are just out of control, which paradoxically helps you relax. So that's your tiny assignment for the day. When you notice yourself thinking about the future and feeling stressed, remind yourself, I just don't know how it'll work out. Let's build our muscles around being okay with not knowing. If you need help quieting your nervous system in the midst of all that's happening, I pulled all the tips from my 21-day Calm the F Down Challenge that I ran at the end of April and beginning of May here on the podcast into a pretty mini ebook that can be yours for free by going to BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and entering your email so I'll know where to send it. Something I will forever associate with quarantine because it helped me sleep during this wacky time is my sleep mask from Manta Sleep. In the words of my 10-year-old son, this sleep mask is epic. It's made out of great materials like linen to keep you cool, soft plush to cushion your eyes and forehead, 
and a hook and eye closure to help you get the perfect fit with no long pieces of elastic that are going to get all stretched out. The Manta Sleep Mask is the cherry on top of your sleep Sunday, And if you decide to get one, you can use the coupon code BETTER to save money. They make a great Father's Day gift, which, heads up, isn't all that far away. And what could be a better gift than better sleep? Go check them out at mantasleep.com. And don't forget to use the coupon code BETTER. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 